Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. Sorry, Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is going on, Angel fans? And this is another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Dan Garcia. And on this episode, we are recapping the weekend. Um, something new we are going to try to do is come to you twice a week uh middle of the week wednesday night you know post thursday morning and this one sunday night and probably we'll post this sunday night as well but um we kind of want to get you guys kind of a recap of what's going on this weekend and then the games between now and then we will talk about that so before we get into the actual recap of the weekend one big big news came out thursday of opening day or major league opening day was the nationals and the yankees so probably about I would say probably like an hour before that game started, it came out that they are going to be in expanded playoffs this season for the 2020 season. So meaning instead of six per side, six per league, now it's going to be eight per league. And how it's going to work is top two from each division um, automatically in. And then the ones after that uh, are the next two uh, best record team. So take the top two from the central, uh, the east and the west, and then after that you pick the best remaining record. So with that, um, you know I, I, we'll talk about it more with Johnny in, on Wednesday. But I, I my feeling is the Angels should be favored for one of those wild card spots. I still don't know if they can get into the top two of the division. Um, there are some news that came out today with Verlander. Verlander saying, no, he's not going to be out for the year. Some people have said he is going to be out for the year. So I'm sure by next podcast, we'll be get a, a little better idea of what's going on with that. Because if that is the truth and Verlander's out for the whole year, um, that's a huge loss for the Astros. And it's gonna definitely going to affect the uh, Angels going into this, again, 60-game uh, season. So... With that being said, we are going to jump into the uh, recap of the weekend. And the first game, obviously, opening day Friday night in Oakland for the fourth time in a row. Um, coming into the game, Angels have lost six game, six opening day games um, in a row, which, you know, is kind of crazy because you think they would just luck into that by accident getting a W within the last six years. So they had that little bit of history going on. And then obviously the first game of the 60 game season, that is kind of historic on, on its own. So we'll get right into it. Actually, Andrew Haney got the opening start. He was supposed to be the opening day starter back in the original spring training, but he was still able to start this game. And when he was out there, he looked really, really good. He had two, he went four and two thirds, only two hits, one and run, six strikeouts. But I think the biggest thing, and we'll talk about it as the week kind of goes on, 
uh, no walks. And I think that's is a huge thing for any pitcher, especially a starting pitcher. His pitch count got to 67. Some people were wondering why he got taken out so early. It came out before the game that um, Joe Madden was going to keep him around the 70, 75 pitch mark. So again, he took him out a little bit early, 67, but that was mainly because he had not pitched, I think, in like a competitive setting for like 11 days. Because if you remember correctly, leading up to opening day, he did have some back stiffness and he threw bullpens and stuff like that to kind of get a loose and see how it would react. But he had not actually pitched like in one of those inner squad games for, for a while. And so Madden, that's why he was on a pitch count. And it wasn't necessarily an injury. It wasn't necessarily Madden kind of holding it back. They didn't feel he was didn't feel comfortable with him going deeper than that because of the fact that he hadn't pitched um seriously and I think that would have been like the 11th day so that makes sense but it's cool to see Andrew out there um when he was out there getting work done and getting um out uh again only two hits one and run on a home run you know that kind of stuff happens but when he was out there he looked really really dominant and really really good and again one that um one of the questions for this angel season is always going to be, you know, how good is the pitching? How good is the starting pitching, especially? And that was a great start um, by Andrew Haney. Again, you would love to see him go a little, a little, um, a little deeper, but you know, I think he retired the first eight batters in a row. So that again was a, a really good, um, a really good sighting, a really good uh, uh, positive sight to see for angel starters. So getting into the game now, obviously Goodwin knocks in the first run. Angels take a quick uh, 1-0 lead in the fourth. So first Angel RBI goes to Brian Goodwin as he knocked in Albert Pujols. Um, Jason Castro tries to stretch it into, try to get make it two runs, gets thrown out of home. Uh, no big deal again, up one or up 1-0. Um, and then the home run that Andrew Haney came up and hit, or not hit, gave up, came also in the fourth. So coming into the fourth, you know, 1-1 one, one for the longest time. Um, Angels again scoring the seventh. Um, so now you're looking at a 2-1 game. At, or A scored two in the bottom of the eighth. And again, um, it really kind of, uh, Ty Buttry, friend of the podcast, looked like he really struggled. Um, you know, I'm not a pitching coach. I never pitched before, but it did look like from what I've seen from other players and just kind of talking to people, it did look like he was kind of trying to throw too hard. Um, you don't know necessarily if that's just, you know, you, you don't know if that's just nerves. You don't know if that's just trying to throw his hardest on opening day. Um, what it is, you're hopefully he's able to adjust it as the season goes on. And again, these guys are on really short schedules, really short, um, time frames and 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 you just hope that they were able to um you know work these things out because it's, it's a short season so you're really going to need these guys to work stuff out on the fly so kind of going back a little bit the first hit of the year of course goes to Shohei Otani and here's what it sounded like Shohei Otani at the plate he's DHing tonight good lead for Trout at first 3-1, that's lined into center field. That's going to fall in for a base hit. Trout will advance to second. He'll stop there. First hit of the season for the Angels. And again, that was the Angels' first hit of the year, Shohei Otani. Uh, if you heard, Mike Trout was on first because he did get hit by pitch. But Otani, first hit of the Angels' season. And kind of like I was mentioning, the A's were up by one, uh, top of the ninth. And when uh, Jason Cashel, newly acquired Jason Cashel, comes up to the plate, he had the first home run of the Angels season to tie up the game in the ninth. And here's what it sounded like. 
And that one is lifted high in the air, and that ball's carrying pretty well into right field, and it is gone! A home run! Jason Castro has just tied up the ball game with one out here. And again, that was Jason Castro with the first home run of the Angels season on opening day to tie the game up 3-3 again in the top of the ninth. Um, bottom of the ninth, went through no problem. Robles actually, and this is kind of the thing people were talking about, Robles went through that inning uh, six pitches, just six pitches. So when he came back out for the 10th, um, I've heard some people second guess it, but I was not surprised. Um, they have used Robles in one plus innings before. And with him getting quick, quick outs on the ninth, only again, only throwing six pitches. And they've used quite a bit of people in that bullpen that day. It wasn't necessarily a surprise to me that they um, went back to him. Uh, he got in some trouble, got pulled. Um, obviously, with this rule going on, uh, the uh, Angels go, he didn't get pulled. So he goes into the ninth. Let's go little little by little. Okay. Go top of the 10th. Again, the new uh, base running rule. Shohei is now on second to start the 10th inning. This is to speed up the game. Hopefully, gets more scoring so there's not a bunch of 16, 17, 18 game innings this year. So with that being said, Otani's on second. Um, you have, I believe it was Walsh, Jared Walsh, hit the ball hard on the right side of the field. And, and normally you would think a, a ball on the right side of the field would move over a a, a base runner on second. Uh, but for whatever reason, Otani kind of hesitated a little bit, gets the, caught in a rundown, which, you know, is what it is. It happened. It was a good play defensively, but was made it a bad base running um, play overall was that Jared Walsh never um, advanced to second base during that rundown. A lot of times you'll see people in rundowns and, and the person behind will always get to the next base. So if there's a rundown between, you know, like on this situation, second and third, the guy that's on first usually gets to second because the team doesn't want to give up that, uh, that lead base runner. So they'll kind of let him take second, but uh, Walsh never went to second. So obviously they get, uh, Otani out, which would, I think would come up big just because of the fact that the very next at bat, Tommy Listella singles uh, a line drive to right field. Not sure if Walsh makes it around home. If it's Otani, I definitely feel more comfortable with that coming around home. But the fact that there was no one on second base kind of really hurt the Angels in this situation. They could have uh, scored, got up early, and 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 went from there. But after that, again, now you have first and second. You get a pop out by uh, Albert. You get a walk by Jason Castro. So now the bases are loaded, two outs. Um, and it's something that's recurred a lot in this game and a lot last season was uh, hits with runners in scoring position. For this game, they were one for 10 with runners in scoring position. So it obviously really came back to bite them in this game. I think there was two or three game, two or three times in this game alone where they had bases loaded and were not able to convert any runs into it. And then obviously it being in the extra innings now, it hurt. So like I said, uh, and, uh, Simmons grounds out. That's the third inning. Now they go to the bottom of the 10th. Um, kind of mentioned it earlier. You, you expected, um, uh, Hansel to come back out, Robles to come back out after the six six pitch ninth inning, and he did. And uh, again, you have a guy on second. You go uh, hit by pitch. You go strikeout. You go walk. And so now you have bases loaded. They pull Hansel 
Uh, then they put in Hobie Milner, um, bullpen arm lefty to go against Matt Olson lefty. And one pitch uh, ends the game with a grand slam. The first game ended in a grand slam on opening day since I believe like 1986. And the Angels, the California Angels at that time, were also involved in that. So definitely a really hard uh, way to end that game considering, you know, opening day, you're hoping to um, win this game. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, this makes the seventh, the seventh year in a row that the angels did not win opening day. So hopefully next year when they're home, uh, they can kind of break that up, but um, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but now kind of moving forward. Now we have Saturday, um, the 25th, Again, still in Oakland. This game, you have uh, Dylan Bundy on the mound, newly acquired. Again, he came up this year from, or he got acquired from this year from Baltimore. Uh, traded him, traded him for some prospects. And um, if you guys remember, he actually had a really, really good spring before he got cut short. So a lot of hype, a lot of uh, Dylan Bundy for Cy Young kind of stuff. Even though I don't take that very seriously, but that was still out there. So Dylan Bundy again. Uh, had a really good game, six and two thirds, uh, only three hits, one and run, seven Ks, and his pitch count was at ninety. So obviously his pitch count was a little more normal for a pitcher uh, than again Andrew Heaney. But Bundy had no health issues, so obviously he was a full go. So that's a really good thing to hear. And the Angels got on the board first on the fourth inning by a uh, Justin Upton home run, and this is what it sounded like. That is hammered out toward left field. Robbie Grossman going back. He pulls up. That one is off the top of the wall and gone. Big fly for Justin Upton, and the Angels have a 1-0 lead. So, again, that was Justin Upton with uh, a home run to start the fourth, uh, put the Angels on the board, and they did not look back after that. They scored one in the fourth and then three in the fifth to take a 4-0 run. The A's did get one back in the seventh, but after that, never really, at least in my eyes, never really um, felt threatened. Uh, you know, so it's a good bounce-back game. Again, um, you have a starting pitching performance from Bundy like you did, six and two-thirds. Uh, in the seventh and in- getting into the seventh inning, um, he probably honestly could have probably finished the seventh. But, uh, you know, that's one thing with Madden we're trying to figure out is how is he going to use the bullpen? How is he going to use the starters? And and, and is it going to be that much different than last year where a lot of people give a lot of crap to Osmus for pulling guys early or not letting guys kind of work out of stuff? And, you know, we're still trying to figure it out. It is still really early for that. So I'm not sure if it's Madden's thing to pull guys maybe earlier than it looks like he should or what, but again, Saturday angels win to go one and one, uh, against the Oakland A's. And again, Oakland A's are a really good team. Um, in this game you had Middleton, Buttry and Ropeless all come in in relief duties and all did a really good job. I mean, you have, uh, Buttry after his little shaky start, still kind of working some things out. He gave up two hits, but he didn't get up any runs. He didn't walk any guys. So that's really good. And then again, obviously Robles comes in, um, zeros across the board with one strikeout. So, um, you're hoping with the bullpen issues they have right now. And again, it was mostly just that first, that first game where the issues were there and you don't know if that's opening day jitters. You don't know if that's, um, you know what it is. So hopefully it's something they can work out. They're going to have to figure it out on the, on the, on the run because, you know, obviously there's not a lot of off days coming up. There's not a lot of off days this season at all. So again, we fast forward to tonight to today, earlier today, Otani Sunday, 
um, a lot of hype, a lot of talk around it. You had MLB um, posting stuff left and right about Otani returning to the mound and and everything going on around that. And Otani um, struggled. I mean, Otani. I mean, I don't know how other what other way to talk about it or what other way of putting it, but he struggled uh, pretty bad. Doesn't get out of the first. Um, you know, goes again. No, no outs. Three hits, five earned runs, three walks, and that's what really hurt him. Was the three walks, um, thirty pitches before they took him out, and fifteen of them were balls. So again, fifteen balls, fifteen strikes. That's not good. And with his command issues he had um, in the quote unquote summer camp, you know, you're always kind of wondering what was what was going to happen with him during that time. So again, he doesn't get out of the first inning. Um, gives up five runs in that first inning, but man, uh, but after that they went to, uh, Matt Andres, the pitcher, uh, that was supposed to start on Tuesday. So we're going to see what, how that figures out. Um, that might be Patrick Sandoval on Tuesday, but Matt Andres comes into the game again, um, to relieve Otani in the first, I'm sure no one expected, uh, that to happen, gets out of that inning. And then Mike Trout, Again, comes up in the third game is still five to zero, and Mike Trout hits his first home run of the season. Goodwin at second base, Fletcher at first. Oh, he does swing three and zero out the left field. Grossman at the wall, gone. Big fly for Mike Trout. The Angels are on the board. It's five three Oakland. So again, he brings it to a 5-3 game. Um, I guess one of the good things you could say about being down five runs in the first inning that there is still a ton of time to catch up, and that's exactly what the Angels try to do. Um, they later on add a sack fly to get the game to 4-5, uh, to five, and that's as close as we can get. The uh, A's add another run in the fifth or in the sixth to make it 6-4, to four, and that's how it ended. But kind of talking about Matt Andres real quick, he came in right after Otani again, a guy that you expect to be a starter in this rotation. So um, you, you you wanted to see him go more than two, three innings, and that's exactly what he did. He went five and two-third innings with only three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. And for a situation for a guy that probably came into today's game not thinking he was going to play and put in a situation where not only um, – was they down were they down right away but he was got put in a situation to where like hey you have to put this fire out and you have to keep it out because we need to make a comeback and that's exactly what he did um on the not so bright side again Noe Ramirez comes in gives up a home run um his only blemish of of his outing gave up only one hit over one and one third but that, again that one hit was a home run um Cambodrosian comes in uh, at the end of the game uh gets through this uh, his inning pretty much unscathed, just gave up one walk, but uh, no hits, no earned runs or anything like that. So again, if you take away the bullpen woes, then you're okay. Like it, it seemed like it was just the first game. It didn't seem like um, it didn't seem like it was anything major or nothing that could be solved. And I think that's the the bright side about it. So we're gonna have to wait and see again. It just kind of sucks with this season because there's not a lot of time to wait and see. You have to win games. You have to game win games quick. So we're going to take a quick break um, for our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about what um, my feelings are for 
the three game series. Well, the three that we see, they still have one more game on Monday, and hopefully, uh, we can also kind of look forward to see what's going to be playing between or who they're playing between now and uh, our next podcast Wednesday night. So we'll be right back after this. Hijo de su chingada madre, ay wey. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0 and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the lawnmower 3.0 has changed their life. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and Ben Online has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? Ben Online has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers, and check it out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit Bet Online on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it.
This is Hood Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And we are back. And thank you again to our sponsors um, for making this happen and helping us, you know, uh, get mics, get, you know, stuff we need around uh, around here to help this podcast grow. Okay, so now kind of looking forward uh, to the next couple games. Again, we are going to record our next podcast Wednesday night. So it'll probably be in the beginning part of the Seattle game. Uh, at Angel Stadium. So there's only really two games to really kind of preview, but Monday the 27th, uh, that is where we are expecting to see Griffin Canning make his 2020 um, appearance for the Angels. Um, again, got shut down a little bit early last year and, and had a kind of an issue going into this year, but luckily because he got pushed back or the season got pushed back, um, they were able to get him to uh, full health and for what I understand he's going to be a full go there shouldn't be any real restrictions on him so we'll see how that goes another thing I'm really interested in seeing is is how Madden does the lineup because for the first three games they have been different every single game there hasn't been a consistent um, look at the at the at the um, lineup and you're wondering if he's just trying to find guys that are going to get hot quick or I, you know, I get guys rest early because it is a long stretch before you get your next off day. Um, that's something I'm going to be really looking forward to see how he kind of sets his lineup because it has, again, has not been consistent all year, all year so far. So again, Monday night or Monday afternoon, it's a 1240 uh, first pitch uh, in Oakland getaway day. Um, Griffin Canning is going to be on the mound. And then you, now you talk about uh, Tuesday night at Angel Stadium, the home opener against Seattle, a uh, 640 start. Uh, I'm guessing because of the Matt Andrees pitching today, Sunday, they're probably going to have Pablo Sandoval pitch this game. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. They have not said anything official, and maybe by the time you listen to this, they will have. But Matt Andrees was scheduled to pitch this game, and then obviously with him going uh, five-plus innings, um, I, there's no way he's going to pitch this game. So, uh, Seattle to open up at home, uh, the angels at home, six forty uh, game. And then now obviously Wednesday, when we do our, um, when we do our podcast, it'll probably be the beginning of the game, but this game, um, again, I don't know if they mentioned a starter yet, but it could be very easily be Andrew Haney, just because of the fact that, um, he, uh, this would be his normal, rest day so um it's gonna be cool to see let's hope that they can get another um out of the next three games hopefully they can get two of them um again oakland's really really good if you get a split with oakland in oakland i think that's a very good um series especially if you look at the standings right now there's no one running away again like i mentioned at the beginning um if the verlander news is true and he's out for the year then that's going to be a huge thing for not only the Angels, but for the A's. Maybe the A's now take that top spot in the division, and now the uh, Angels can kind of work their way into that second spot in the division. And again, top two in each division automatically make the playoffs. So if you don't make the first, if you can get in the second, you are automatically in now with the extended playoffs. So maybe that helps the Angels. Um but again, so you have one more with Oakland and then you have two with Seattle by the time we uh, talk again on our next podcast. So, um, again, we'll record Wednesday night. It'll probably post it Thursday morning or maybe even that Wednesday night. So if you want to give us a question about anything this weekend or anything coming up you you uh, you saw, you can always email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Again, allangelspodcast at gmail.com. 
One more thing too, we have a contest going on right now for the Ace Style Clothing Hats. We're going to do a drawing before the game, the 28th Angels Home Opener. If you're listening to the podcast and you're listening to an, uh, an Apple device, leave a review, five stars, and screenshot it and send it to us either through email or through any of our social media feeds. So it can be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, either way, either way, let us get it. You automatically get entered to the drawing again. We are doing the drawing before the game um, on Tuesday. So we'll probably do it somewhere around the two, uh, six fifteen, uh, six thirty mark right before the game. We'll go live probably on Instagram and, and have our winner there. So again, time is running short. Um, but again, if you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device, go to uh, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. So we are also on uh, Instagram right now. So I'll answer like there's two questions I saw pop up real quick. Um, one person asked, why did Otani pitch 30 pitches? I think that's strictly because that was um, a lot for one inning. And it's kind of one of those things when you see a guy not have it, you there's no reason to keep him out there. Um you just don't want to work that guy's arm too much. I'm not necessarily worried about it. Um, he's coming back from Tommy John surgery. And I think that's something that gets lost a lot with um, the Otani hype and the Otani this and Otani that. Like, I understand he's a great player and he will be a great player. Um, but I just don't feel comfortable putting that kind of super hype on him right now. Coming back from Tommy John surgery. Um, normal pitchers, when they come back from Tommy John surgery, that's all they work on. But since he's, got that surgery he's had to work on his hitting and this is the kind of thing with Otani yeah he's able to do both but this is the first major injury he's had how does he recover from a major injury can he spend um can he still split time and if he does split time does that mean that it kind of slows down his recovery process on one thing or another so that, that's something we're really going to have to see I'm not personally too worried about it we'll see what happens in his next outing again through 30 pitches in one inning is a lot of guy, a lot for one guy coming off of Tommy John surgery I think that was strictly just a precautionary reason um but again we'll see he didn't throw he didn't throw his splitter at all today I know some people were really confused about that and if that's his best pitch but his splitter works really 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 well off his fastball but when you can't locate his fastball like he, he couldn't locate that at all there's no reason to think that anyone would swing or or take that splitter seriously like yeah it looks great but when that works when you're when you can spot that fastball because that's when someone thinks the fastball is coming straight at you and it dives but when your fastball isn't getting strikes there's not a reason for, for you really to throw it you're not going to get a swing and miss because people are going to wait for you to hit consistently in the strike zone and he obviously with his uh three walks and 15 pitches or 15 balls. There was no reason um, to keep him out there. Um, is David Fletcher our starting second baseman? I believe so. A great game today. I think he went three for four in the Sunday night game. He is doing his job and getting on base. Obviously he's not a power guy. So I think regardless of where he plays that, that leadoff spot is pretty well his. Um, but yeah, I think once Rendon does get back and he did take, uh, some ground balls today and swung today Sunday. Andrew Madden also mentioned that he thought it wouldn't be odd to see or wouldn't be a bad idea to see him maybe DH in, in the games coming up or even like on Saturday. So Rendon coming is going to definitely going to help. Once Rendon comes, you will definitely see Fletcher, I believe, move to second base. Um, but the way they're moving their outfield around, um, you see Taylor Ward out there, you Max Michael Hermosillo there. There might be a time where you might see uh, Fletcher play the outfield to give Lestella some second base um, 
playing time. So I, I would say Fletcher is definitely going to be a starting second baseman, but don't be surprised if he's at some point playing the outfield just to keep him in the lineup and also give Lestella some kind of at bats at second base. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see, like, uh, to see how this kind of works out. They have a lot of a lot of uh, um, role players. You know, Mike Trout, obviously an all-star. Rendon, obviously an all-star. But outside of that, there is a ton of role players that are good, but I'm just, I'm not sold yet on them being able to contribute at a big enough uh, clip to really make a huge difference um, in the for the Angels. It's obviously going to come down to Rendon. It's obviously going to come down to Trout. It's obviously, you know, you hope it... it uh, you know, Upton can contribute quite a bit. And then Otani also. So um, we'll see how this works. And the last question I'll take here um, on the Instagram live. Do you, uh, how do trades work during the short season? So the short season trades uh, are done at the end of August. That's a trade deadline. The only thing with the trades is the only people eligible for trades are people in that 60 60 man group you have. So obviously the 30 that are at angel angel stadium and the 30 that are at uh, long beach. So those are the only players eligible to be traded. You can't trade minor league guys that aren't at one camp or another. So that's going to hurt it. And also too, with everything going on with the Corona, it, it's, it's very, very, very unlikely. You see big trades go on this season, just because of the fact, if you trade, um, you know, a player prospects to get a player back, if a week later they close down the season because of, the, of an outbreak or because something happens, you know, then you trade that guy for nothing. And if you, if he's a guy that walks the next year, you're, you're stuck. You're, you're in a bad position. So I think that's one reason you don't see a lot of trades. A second reason you don't see a lot of trades this year is because like I mentioned earlier, the extended playoffs. So now you're adding a bunch of teams into the maybe pile, a bunch of teams into the, we can make that, that wild card. We can get that. We can be that eighth, um, that eighth team in the wild card spot. And so, again, there's, there's not going to be a ton of people that are willing to sell because they're all going to be kind of jammed up in there and they're going to try to make a run for it. So those are the two really big reasons why I don't think you'll see a lot of trades this season. Now, when it gets to the offseason, I think you might see more movement then. But you're asking for in-trade, um, in-season trades. I, I just don't think you'll see big names moving you i don't think you'll see um headliners like yeah you might see minor league players move here and there but i just don't see big headliners so that's kind of um going to be the podcast on sundays again it's going to be kind of, it's going to be quicker than the our normal one on wednesday we went super long we went like over an hour this one definitely isn't going to be that but we just kind of want to get in review the weekend and then um lead into the week and then we'll be back wednesday night again to talk about everything that we missed um questions email us at all angels podcast at gmail.com wednesdays um podcast will be on facebook or uh, not facebook uh, yeah facebook live on our halo haven fan page so definitely you're going to want to uh, subscribe to that check that out because we will be there wednesday night and then maybe we'll do instagrams on sunday um but again emails questions all angels podcast at gmail.com rate subscribe review share with a friend we are in the season the season is going i am very excited i am happy that the season's here um you know uh, 60 games or not baseball is baseball and i am here to watch every single game or listen to every single game even if it's on the radio so we will be back wednesday night and record our another edition of the all angels podcast but until then 
I am Dion Garcia, and this has been the, another edition of the All Angels Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.